Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Tim from Tiger Fitness Solutions out of Cleveland, Oklahoma. Welcome to the show, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm everybody out there. (laughs) I'm really good. And I'm really excited to have you here um, to learn about your fitness business. But really, before we dive in full fledged there, Tim, tell me a little bit about what it was that made you decide to get into this business, open up your own gym. Well, I'll tell you what, we we had a gym here. um, And in fact, it's the gym we own right now. Uh, The owner was, um, he has many other business ventures. And he and I are great friends. And he's, he came to me one day and he said, Tim, um, is this something you want to get into? And I think at first, of course, I have other business ventures as well. But at first, what caused me to get into it is I wanted a gym in our hometown. I didn't want to have to drive 45 minutes or, you know, so the motivation was very selfish at the beginning. I wanted to get into the gym business because I needed a place to work out that was close to home. Um, and of course, uh, I have two great business partners, Erica and Rochelle, um, that all I had to do was bring it up and they're like, we're in, this seems like a, a, a great opportunity. And, uh, they just happened to be, um, uh, here at my primary business. Uh, so we just jumped in and, and, uh, motivation, I guess, to start, it was very selfish at the beginning, but then when we realized the people that it helped, probably in that first week, week and a half, because we acquired the gym right in the middle of COVID. Um, and uh, so we weren't really thinking financially sound at that time because we didn't have a lot of people coming. We just knew that this is something that we wanted to continue in our community. And it also was kind of COVID oriented. So we, we wanted people the moment they can get out of their houses to get back into shape. So uh, I think all those were, were reasons that we got into it and it wasn't ever, hey, well, let's make some money at this. It was, um, we wanna keep this in our community and we wanna keep it, uh, we wanna keep serving people uh, in this area. Absolutely. So, you know, you say that the reason why you started it was kind of selfish, but this is how a lot of people get started. They're like, hey, you know, I really, I really need a gym. Let me open one up. And then, you know, they build this whole gym and they realize, okay, wow, like, um, you know, we're able to serve people. We're able to help change people's lives. And then we kind of feel like a superhero and that's the best yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, cool. So that's how you guys got started. You are Tiger Fitness Solutions. And what I want you to do, Tim, this is going to sound kind of fun here, but give us an elevator pitch. Tell us who you are, what you have to offer at your facility, because I think that this gives our listener a better understanding of who you are as we move forward in the conversation. Sure. Um, we are Tiger Fitness Solution. We have full access to all modern, modern equipment. Uh, we have uh, gym mats. We have a whole back room for jujitsu, boxing, karate. Uh, we have uh, tanning that's included in our membership. Uh, you can go anywhere and probably have to pay 50 bucks a month for tanning. 33 bucks a month here, tanning's included, and you get access to everything in our gym from cardio equipment to uh, fully functional workout equipment. Um, and if we don't have it, 
most people can just ask us and we will get it. So uh, that's basically our pitch. You come to us, we will serve you and we will help you meet your fitness goals. Awesome. So a uh, totally personalized kind of 20, it's 24 seven, right? Or is yeah, it 24 seven? Totally personalized 24 seven open model kind of gym. Do you guys do classes and personal training? Yes. Yes, we do provide classes. We have uh, uh, a trainer that uh, provides a plyometric full body workout three days a week uh, for people three times a day. Uh, we also have uh, boxing classes um, um, and again, MMA classes. Uh, starting this month, we have fitness classes for kids um, during the summer so they can come in in the morning and they, they can work out and get ready for, for the next school year. Um, but uh, we also provide uh, training for the, the high school and junior high system here. They can come in and work out on our mats, use our weights, do all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, we do provide, sorry, long awesome. answer to a, a short question. So. Okay, totally fine. I like to kind of get a better understanding of what you have to offer because all gyms are a little bit different. And so, you know, we, we all know that not everybody can walk into a gym like this and be successful, you know, doing the open model. So I love that you have, you know, the classes as an option for people because there are some people that are motivated by that group atmosphere or by a coach showing them what to do. I know for sure that if I walked into an open model gym and I didn't have a coach showing me what to do, I likely would probably slack off. That's just how my brain works. And there's many people out there like that. So I love that you offer multiple kind of options for people um, with personal training. You know, what is that a big part of your business right now? Is it a small part? Kind of explain to us how that works. It is, it is uh, um, a substantial part of what our business does. Um, again, that model where you can come in and you feel comfortable, someone walking you through exercises safely. And I think that's, that is a key. Um, we've been to a few places that have quote unquote personal trainers that don't have that nutritional and exercise background. Uh, so knowing that you're working with someone that is certified, someone that knows what they're doing, and I'm sure you know that from your CrossFit experience, um, working out's great, but if you don't do it safely, uh, it has a short half-life. Um, so that is something that, that, that we try to include. And we bring up with every new gym membership that we have that option for people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let me understand, you. I'm kind of confused because you said that personal training, you try to include it. Is it included in the membership or is it an additional cost? Like it, it, is, it is not included in the membership, but with personal training, you just pay that cost. And then we provide um, everybody that's in personal training, they just have to pay $10 extra a month to have full access to the gym. So um, uh, we work with our personal trainer to make sure that he is uh, compensated well for what he does. And, and um, those people, if they want workouts on their own, they can have full access for $10 a month. Great. That's awesome. De people definitely need that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, to learn how to exercise safely. Maybe they have a specific goal that they're trying to reach. Sometimes it's hard to reach those goals on your own. So I love that you have personal training as an option. Right now, you know, what percentage of your business would you say that personal training is? I would say, I would say 15 to 20%. That's, that's pretty substantial. You only have one trainer, right? Yeah, well, we have a few trainers. Um, I myself am the boxing trainer. I mean, that, I'm an old boxer, and that was something that we uh, 
Uh, but yeah, our, he, he stays busy. Um, uh, he has three classes a day. And of course, one is intermediate or beginning intermediate and advanced. Um, my boxing trainings are, are, are three times a week and they're pretty advanced. Um, but uh, I, I love that because we get people in there and, and they realize they can do way more physically and uh, um, way, they have way more stamina and strength than they've, they've ever realized they have. So that is a great part of personal training is seeing people get the realization of what their bodies can do once their minds take over that. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. I think like a lot of us, yeah, I'm, you know, people might have played sports when they were young, but as we grow old and we become adults, it's kind of like we kind of forget that we're capable of all of these things. And so when you have a trainer and you're able to kind of show people that and have them make that realization, have that realization, um, it's a wonderful thing. Um, but kind of, you know, moving on from here, um, right now how big is the facility how many members do you guys house um we we're we're um close to let's say nine thousand square feet close to nine thousand square feet it's it's a huge place it's in an old walmart building so we have yes. uh, but we still feel we're bursting at the state the seams because we have so much equipment in there um we have about 300 members right now um and it's a good number to have for our our area uh, but we strive to to increase that probably by 45 uh, percent, hopefully 50 percent, or and it keeps growing. Um, uh, so yeah. we're the wonderful thing about this open model is like we could have 500, 600 members, and you know it's not always going to feel super busy because people are kind of filtering in and out, and that's yeah. what's really nice. So right now, since you are looking to grow 45 to 50 percent. Um, you know, what are you guys actively doing to aid that growth process? Where are you finding your members? Well, uh, believe it or not, social, well, believe it or not, believe it that social media is a huge thing there. Um, in, in small communities like this and very rural, uh, word of mouth is still very great in these areas. Uh, uh, we have close relationships with, with most businesses in the area to where there is a, um, uh, a very a synergy that works so we feed other businesses and they feed us um in fact there's a tattoo facility that just opened next to us and again that that's they've seen growth from the fitness center we've seen growth from the tattoo place so a lot of this is the synergy that happens in small communities um we reach out to athletic organizations in our community as well let them know exactly what we're doing uh, we're getting wrestling mats in this uh, new wrestling mats in so off season the wrestlers can come and wrestle and you know just just a bunch of different things uh word of mouth uh social media and um, every now and then we will have uh, a sign up event like free t-shirts those kind of things if you come in and sign up for, for six months um so um very rudimentary i guess a way of marketing but but in this uh, rural area it seems to work yeah. And I think, you know, no matter what community that you're in, it could be a small community like yours, it could be even smaller, or it could be a huge city. Word of mouth is great because it's free. We don't have to do anything to have good word of mouth other than, you know, have relationships with our clients and maybe, you know, the businesses nearby. It's it's pretty much effortless, but it's not really a method that we can control. We can't, you know, say this month we're going to grow by 
like 20 new clients through word of mouth because some months we might, there might be a lot of word of mouth going on. And then other months there's, it's silence. And, and we know this in this industry, there's kind of ebbs and flows there in terms of when we're getting referrals and when clients are walking in through word of mouth. Um, when we look at measurable methods of growth, many gyms out there are doing advertisement on social media. You mentioned that you guys do social media. Is that an organic social media presence or are you guys running you know, ad campaigns on those platforms? Right now it's been organic. Um, and again, we've had this since last January. So um, really the, the cart took off, you know, the horses just kind of ran with it. So um, uh, we're looking in it's September to sit down and actually have a marketing campaign, uh, something that we can actually track so we can see what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and again, um, in a small community like this, uh, Newspapers are really not the way to go anymore. Hardly anybody reads a small rural newspaper. Um, but social media is something that people look at often. And of course, with the, with the models that are in place now, you can buy you know, advertisement on Facebook or you can you, uh, buy advertisement on, on the other social platforms. But, but that's, that's one of the things that we really want to sit down with and say, okay, what, what are the positives and negatives, just like any business, what are the positives and negatives to, to actually creating a great campaign? What will it add? What will it take away? Um, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. Social media is uh, really a hub of everything right now. Yeah, um, it's huge. Yeah, I think it's huge. I think that, you know, um, every day we talk to gyms and people are doing it and it's working really well. I know firsthand that it works really well because I've done it. Now you said you're looking at doing this in the future in September. That's like what, yeah. three, four months away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you don't mind me asking, what's the holdoff? Why is it something that you're, you're waiting to do? Are you guys not in a space right now where you can grow or like talk to me about that thought process? Oh, no, no. Um, I think, I think the thing with all of us, um, um, like let's take Rochelle for, for instance, um, I'm the CEO of this company that we're at right now. Rochelle is the financial, uh, um, or basically our CFO, our chief financial officer. Erica, the other partner, is our chief operations officer. Um, I operate a couple of other businesses that are out of state. Um, I actually was with the Disney Institute, so that's funny that you, you work for Disney. Um, so it's, it's nothing about the gym or about, it, it is about time. Uh, how we're able to access time, how if we hit something, I'm a true believer that, that you can shoot your best shot, but if you, if you don't do the work before, um, you can totally miss. Uh, so, so with this, no, it's, it's, it's not any constraints that we're with except for time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that time, obviously it's, um, you know, there's only 24, seven hours, 24 yeah. hours in a day. So Tell me about it. <laughs> so like, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do. And it sounds like you're a busy guy. This, you know, Jim, isn't your only gig. You have several other things that you're doing, but you know, when it comes to everyday operations in the gym, are you guys in the gym daily or do you yes. have like a front daily. desk staff, et cetera? Yeah, no, we're in the gym daily, and we also have someone that's in there from eight o'clock to four o'clock most days. So we we uh, um, we have a traveling phone. So if any, and again, small community, all they have to do is call us, and we're there in two minutes. Um, so it's not a we we're there on the premises every day, 
Um, we want people to see our faces every day. We want them to make sure that even though it is a 24 seven facility, um, all they have to do is reach out. And again, small towns, most of us know each other. So it's, uh, uh, um, even though we're not there, we're just a phone call away. Yeah. So, you know, with you guys working kind of multiple jobs here, you mentioned that this is kind of a supplement for all of you. Is that going to be the case always, or is it the goal to make this gym like everybody's full-time gig? Like what is the, the mindset? No, no, I think, I think, uh, the, the, the way that we can make this grow, you use the word organically. I think organically is, um, making sure that I pay them well here. So that gym can uh, basically uh, reinvest in itself. Um, um, and hopefully, I mean, I'm almost 50 now. And my plan is to step out and have Eric and Rochelle take that over. So um, build it to a point. So when that is um, applicable, they will have a, a, a very solvent business so they can make the decisions that they want to make. Awesome. So if you don't mind me asking, Eric, you know, what's the goal with this business? Like if I could hand you a magic wand, throw in a little Disney magic in there. And I was like, all right, all your dreams have come true. You've reached all of your goals. You know, Tim, what would that look like? Um, eventually, um, I would want to build our own facility. Of course, we have a huge, huge place right now. But I would really want something with an outdoor track, something that, you know, uh, um, and it, those plans are already in place for the most part. We've talked to the city, but, uh, you know, about acquiring land, doing that kind of stuff. But um, uh, our thing is to have a state-of-the-art uh, fitness community that not only serves the fitness uh, area, but um, I would really like to get involved in after-school programs for kids, uh, homework, those kind of things. They can come in almost, almost mirroring what your YMCA or your boys and girls clubs do. Um, I think if we can wave a wand, uh, we also work with adults with developmental disabilities. I, I, I just want to build a campus where everybody is uh, has access to to reach their fitness goals and not only fitness uh, uh, physically but spiritually uh, mentally emotionally um, yeah. those kind of things yeah so a community center of sorts yeah um, yeah you can totally serve everybody in your community with a bigger facility more things to offer so my question to you would be you know right now within the business what has to happen um, for that to become a reality here down the road reinvestment uh totally reinvestment it, it, it's uh, uh there are two schools of thought if you build it they will come or if you you know it's they'll come before you build it uh my thing is reinvestment um as long as uh almost like the stock market if you can re if you can invest in it long term that's going to grow um so uh the ability again to not use that as a primary source of income uh lets that gym uh reinvest in itself Till we get till we get to the point and again, and again we're, we're collaterally stable um but to be at a point where we just want to uh, uh be able to do that with uh with with very little debt yep yeah and so that can look like a variety of things within the, the gym right now it's like what what more can you do to probably get more members in the door so that you know you're making a little more money 
um, build up the personal training departments a little bit more. So again, you're, you're bringing in more money. Do you guys have plans to add any additional streams of revenue to what you're currently doing at this facility um, now? Yeah, we're looking at saunas. Um, of course, uh, we already have the tanning facility, saunas. I, <laughs> I'm pretty brown already. But after a good workout or stressful day, I don't have a sauna, so I'll go sit in a tanning bed. And um, again, I'm almost uh, 50, so I'm going to look like a, a leather suitcase before too long. So the, the saunas, uh, also the satellite training is something that that is very low overhead, again, using social media. Um, the satellite training for people that cannot get to the gym, um, uh, networking that. Um, we always want to build more classes. Um, every specialized class we can get in there, like, again, we just started a karate studio in there where people come in three times a week. Um, but anything that we can, that we can hit on a hub of what people are interested in. And again, that's part of that marketing plan in September is okay. We're going to sit down and see exactly what part of the market is on tapped what kind of people do not want to come to a gym and how do we make that accessible to them? Um, so that will be something where it's a couple days of us just sitting down and saying, okay, here's, here's our plan. And, and this is where we go from good to great. Um, um, and that, that's, that's a huge thing. Even the business businesses I have now is we never want to stay at good. We definitely don't want to stay at bad. We always have to plan to get to great. Yep. It's always, this business is always evolving. And as a gym owner, we kind of have to be able to roll with the punches and make changes to be better. Um, so I appreciate that mindset, Tim. And I kind of want to end, um, you know, uh, with a, a quick question. What's a word of advice that you would give somebody who, you know, maybe is interested in getting started in this business? It doesn't have to be huge. <laughs> uh, and I think that's the thing is, is uh, uh, again, I, I go all over. I'm a consultant and, and people will always give me their end vision. Um, to open a business like this, you start with the first step. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be a few, not a few, but, you know, uh, just uh, equipment that will get you started. Uh, low overhead is always great. Minimal debt. Um, people will start out and say, well, we want to get $100,000 worth of equipment. You're already starting out in the hole when you open those doors. Um, so breaking into it incrementally is, is the best way I can, I can say to start any business. Um, we all want to be rock stars, but we start out as roadies sometimes. Yeah. Wait, is yeah. roadies a good word or the bad word? It's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's, that's a great word of advice. I think, especially, you know, in today's industry, everybody can quickly be distracted by all the fancy things, all the, yeah. the things that um, kind of catch your eye. And it's not necessary at the very beginning. Um, you know, it has to be incremental to, to get there. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, Tim, what, what's your guys' Instagram or your Facebook? Where can we go to find you? Facebook is uh, Tiger Fitness Solutions. Um, you can just look that up on Facebook. Uh, we don't have an Instagram yet. That's how, that's part of it as well. But uh, Facebook is Tiger Fitness Solutions. You can reach out to us there. And we're, again, there 24-7. You just send us a message. We will get with you. 
Perfect. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here with us today. I totally appreciate it. Um, and, you know, for our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. And joining me on the show today is the one and only John out of Red Point Performance out of Connecticut. What's going on, John? How are you doing today? No, I'm doing well. How are you? Always good. Always good. Always a good day on this end. And listen, look, we're excited to have you on here. And before we dive into what you have going on with Red Point, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Well, you know, I'm a very small personal training studio. Uh, I don't have very many clients, but I like to tell people that, you know, having the smallest amount of clients allows me to make the biggest difference. Um, it allows me to really pick and choose my clients to allow myself to get the ones that are going to be, you know, mostly self-motivated really need just that little bit of accountability um and are going to have the biggest success um because i only have a few clients i can only take the best people doing that um yeah you know and so where i like to take it is small one-on-one training um small group training sometimes it depends on the clients you know it's usually like husband and wife type of stuff um maybe brother and sister yeah uh but other than that you know it's just um i got started back in 2018 uh basically it was working a desk job didn't really like it uh just wasn't my thing i got bored instantly um and i had i had started working out but you know five years prior uh and i started to learn like hey i can i actually can kind of teach people some things about this stuff like i feel like i've you know, taking a deep enough dive that, that I sort of know more than the general population. So I got my NASM cert and uh, started working at a gym over in Oxford, Connecticut. Um, great place, beautiful facility, great people to work with. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately that gym went under a couple of years later. Um, I ended up snagging a couple of uh, pieces of equipment from them, uh, throwing it in my garage. And uh, yeah, so now I've got like a little 500 square foot facility that's got everything you need. Um, and ever since that day, I've been, you know, training people. So I love it. I love it. That's awesome, man. And so for you, let's dive a little bit deeper, right? Let's, let's start with the, the bare bones basics for Red Point. How many members or, or clients, whatever you want to regard them, how many members or clients are you at currently? Right now, I'm only at about, I think it's a six or seven that I have. Uh, most okay. of them train yeah. multiple days a week. So, you know, I'm, I'm at about, you know, 12 hours a week of, of training somewhere around there, maybe. Gotcha. Gotcha. And for you, 
I'll use myself as the avatar. I think that's the easiest thing to do, right? So if I came in and I'm like, you know what, John, I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. Get me in. I'm ready to get started. What would I then have to pay to become a member? So my prices vary on frequency. Um, I also go to some people's houses as well. So that, that price is, is different as well. Uh, if you've got a gym at your house, I'll drive to you. Um, so if I drive to you, it starts at about a hundred dollars a session. Um, if you come to me, it starts at 75. So if you want to just come to me once a week for an hour, um, $75 a session, uh, and then it drops $10 a session for every day a week you add. So I think it goes, I think it, it caps out at like 55 if you're coming, uh, three days a week. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so at least for the space that you're at, do you, do they have 24 seven access or your members or is it more of like a, you have to be there when they can be there How does that um, for you guys? So, I mean, most of my clients that I have sort of need the accountability of me being there. Um, but if they ever, if they've ever asked me in the past, which they have, if they could just come use the gym, I, that's 100% open to them. Um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't run not in the business of, uh, having gym members just show up and, and work out all the way because it is, you know, a private residence. Um, but you know, my clients, if they, Hey, you know, you're not going to be here next week, John, do you want me to come in and work out on my own i'd say yeah absolutely yeah they could totally do that so i've done that in the past um but it's not necessarily something that happens very frequently gotcha gotcha no, that's awesome and, and so for you john what's been the best practice of finding new clients um i mean honestly word of mouth uh i've gotten a few people that are just like they've called me out of the blue cold called myself um and uh well yeah, they'll just be like, hey, I, I searched personal trainers in, in Woodbury and you came up. Is that true? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I, I am a personal trainer in Woodbury. Yep. Um, I love and it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have like a 30 minute chat or something like that over the phone and we'll set up a day for them to come in and, and have, uh, have their first session. Yeah. I love that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so now let's say leads, traffic, everybody, all that stuff was unlimited, right? Sure. clients if hypothetically speaking here too if, if that was unlimited what's your max how high can you even go oh that's a really good question um i i really enjoy keeping it small honestly um i don't think that i'm built for high volumes of clients i've had high volumes in the past and um, it was a bit of a challenge keeping myself focused, let alone keeping the clients focused. Um, so keeping that small number, I think probably around, around 10 clients would be, would be my maximum really. Um, especially because, you know, as I told you earlier, um, I'm also an EMT on the, on the side. And, uh, so I really enjoy that too. It's, it's something that, that is very fulfilling, just like personal training for me. So I like to do both. Um, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in one or the other. I love that. I love that. And so let's take a step back, right? From, from clients here, let's talk about leads. So if I was a lead, maybe I was interested, but not ready to sign up just yet, John. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? Talk to me about the service a little bit, you know, walk me around and whatnot. Walk me through that client journey, right? So being interested to them being sold the program to them being onboarded, what does it look like for you? So for me, 
um, it's that first interview, obviously, right? So we have a 30 minute converse, phone conversation. Sometimes it's shorter, sometimes it's longer, but on average, it's about 30 minutes. Uh, we talk about your goals. We talk about your expectations, uh, which is really important. I think uh, understanding the client's expectations of you as a personal trainer um, really sets yourself up for success and also gives them sort of less excuses for themselves. Um, from there, I like to send people out uh, a Google form that sort of, you know, puts all that stuff that we talked about in writing um, and allows them to really give themselves time without anyone talking to them or prompting them uh, to think about, you know, why they want this, what they want to happen um, and, and making sure that they, they're true to themselves and knowing that, you know, I'm going to read it, but they don't ever have to talk to me again if they're uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Um, from there, uh, I usually or at least I used to, I, I, I recently stopped doing this. I, I used to bring people in for, for an assessment, um, a free assessment, and then I would do two free sessions. And I got this habit from, uh, from the gym in Oxford that I was working for. Um, and it, it works in the box gym setting, or at least maybe, maybe not the box gym, but the commercial gym setting. But I feel uh, when people contact you and you're a small gym like I am, that it works way better if you just get them into a workout as quickly as possible um, so they can see what you're about and immediately choose whether or not it works for them. Um, so that first session, uh, I still do free as the first session, but I do, it's a, it's a complete, it's a workout. You know, I use yeah. my, I use the exercises that I like to do as an assessment in themselves, um, which I think is the best way to do it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So after the assessment, uh, we, we chat a bit about pricing. Uh, I think that chatting in person about pricing is a little bit better because, you know, over the phone, people, like I said, you know, people aren't super committed yet. They haven't experienced what your, what your product is. Uh, so in person, uh, talking about the contract, which I actually, did away with recently um yeah i just really? do yeah i just do month to month now um i don't like holding people to a commitment that if they don't like they're not going to enjoy because like i said i have very very limited spots so if you and i aren't gonna aren't gonna mesh very well and you're not gonna enjoy your sessions it's, i'm gonna be pulling teeth to get you in to complete them I, i'd rather just not do it um, yeah, I'd rather, I'd totally. rather just, yeah, I just rather let you out of it and, and say, all right, go, go somewhere else. Contact me when you're ready, you know? And, uh, yeah. So from there, I, you know, I use whatever billing platform, uh, that I've decided to use. I think right now I'm using square, uh, send them an invoice and, uh, yeah, we'll, we we're on our way. Take it from there. I love it. I love it. And here's a little bit of a longer winded question, John, but a great question in itself. And if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, let me know, because it is a little bit longer. So <laughs> in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business fees pretty typically. And that first one's going to be your lead gen, right? Which is your marketing. Then you have your client acquisition, which is your sales. And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, John, where do you feel like you could improve the most? I mean, leads, honestly, you know, it's like, uh, I don't do much marketing. My marketing is probably just word of mouth for the most part. And, you know, when people randomly find me on Google, which I think is hilarious, um, 
because I put zero money into Google ads or anything, but I guess, you know, wow. people, yeah. yeah, people call me, you know, there's, uh, I think there's, there's like four or five personal training gyms in my area. Um, and one in Woodbury too. Uh, actually I think there's two in Woodbury. And so you, you search up personal training in Woodbury and, you know, me and these other two gyms come up and they've probably called the other two gyms, but they end up training with me. So it ends up saying something about myself, you know? can't replace charisma yeah that's exactly it that is exactly it you cannot fake it um so client leads most likely is where i'd be able to improve more um i don't know if i'm really built for like the the uh the sustainability needed for you know constant posting on social media running ads online you know i would need i would need to outsource that if i was gonna uh, improve anymore. But as far as acquisition is concerned, you know, acquisition and sales, I just let my training speak for itself. I let my charisma speak for itself. And, and most of the time, I don't really have an issue closing sales these days. When I first started, that was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I dropped sales left and right. It was horrible. Uh, just because I don't feel like I was being my genuine self and it didn't work for me. And now I learned what did. And then as far as, you know, getting clients to stay with me longer and, you know, having them ascend through the, the ranks of uh, my sales, if you will, I don't really upsell clients too frequently. Um, if, if they're super motivated, like really, really motivated, and I can see that and they're trying their best and they're reaching out to me to schedule sessions, I don't have to pull, pull teeth to get them in. Um, and they want a workout program outside of this, then, you know, we'll, we'll talk. That's an extra charge with me. Um, it's, it's an extra hundred dollars a month base price. If you want like a three-day program, uh, outside of seeing me once a week. Um, but you know what, a lot of the times I don't find that my clientele needs that they need the accountability of in-person training. Um, even though the exercise selection is easy enough and they don't screw up their form on their own. And, you know, they just, they like, they like talking to me. They like being in person. Um, so most of the time I don't, I don't upsell that very much. Yeah, completely understandable. And I, I just want to say, John, I appreciate the honesty and transparency on that because, you know, oftentimes you get folks on here and they want to seem like they have it all figured out and not to say that you, that you're not doing great, but just because the fact that you can have success, but still know that you can improve in different places and, and be honest on air I thank you for that. The viewers thank you for that. Seriously. Yeah, no, it's, and, uh, I think, that, uh, I think that if you're not, you know, completely transparent, you're giving, especially on this podcast, you know, you're, you're giving so much information to these gym owners that are listening and people that want, you know, real world, uh, experience a real world advice. And, you know, it's okay to be, you know, okay at a few things and be happy being a small gym owner yeah. and, and, and not being like, I got to be the biggest gym in my area or I have to help. I have to help a hundred clients a day. Like, no dude, just, just do your thing. Grow as, as, as fast as you want to, or as slow as you want to be as big or as small as you want and do whatever makes you happy. Cause at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's kind of why we do this, you know, personal yeah. training, you make other people happy you make yourself happy. You're sharing what you love with other people. It's, it's really, it's really special. I love that. I love that, man. And so one last question for you, John, before we get out of here, um, you know, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish down the road? So it's kind of multifaceted, to be honest. It's, uh, 
realistically what I'd like to see out of myself um, is I like, I like the schedule of being a, being a firefighter. So I've been trying to get into firefighting. That's sort of why I'm an EMT. Um, usually in this area, they work two 24 hour shifts a week, which leaves you with five other days a week to train clients. And I'd like to possibly, you know, get up to that 10 number, maybe even go further if I feel like it's necessary. Um, but, you know, I couldn't see myself not doing something that, that wasn't helping people. Um, and I think that doing both of those things and the way that my personality is, you know, I'm kind of, kind of ADHD. Uh, so I have to have my hands in many different pots. Um, and it allows me to sort of switch my brain between, you know, training people and, and, you know, most of the time they're having a good day and then, you know, going to be an EMT and most of the time you see your patients are having a bad day. Um, and so it's like, it gives that, it gives it that, that back and forth motion that my brain really likes. Um, so I think that, that getting up to those, getting up to that higher number, getting to a, to a nice, like two day a week schedule on the other end. Um, I think that for me is, is the end goal, you know, just being able to help as many people as I can in a couple different ways is, is really what I like. I love that, man. I love it. Talk about a freaking mic drop. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Look, John, I think it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. Before we sign out, you know, please shout out anything you have on your social media, your Facebook, Instagram, website. Anything you have, where can we find out more about you and the gym? Um, so I am Redpoint underscore performance on Instagram. Uh, there was another Redpoint performance actually, which is hilarious. Uh, the name Redpoint performance comes from, uh, it's a rock climbing term, right? So I used to rock climb. Um, and Redpoint is kind of like your really hard attempt at a climb that you've been working on, right? So it's like you're trying to finish it. That's, that's your Redpoint. Um, so Redpoint performance, you know, getting that that final hard push into into that last ditch effort that you're that you've been working on for a while um that's my instagram it's it's sort of turned a little bit it was a business instagram it's kind of personal now but if you want to you know dig through there and see what i was about you know back in 2019 uh 2018 then uh yeah that's 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 where you'll find most of me i do have a facebook but it's more for just uh like i said you know like google uh, being able to find me on, on Google. Um, other than that, I really don't have much else. I do have, I think it might, I think my YouTube is private. I used to use it for uh, train heroic when, uh, when I would put the, the videos and the exercises. So I'd film them and, and edit them and, and put them on YouTube. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's pretty much all that I'm on really. There we go. Look, we absolutely appreciate the time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I am your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Maria and Flavia from CrossFit and Force in Gaithersburg, Maryland. How are we doing today? Good. Hi. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you spending some time with us. I know the life... I know the life of a CrossFit owner gets pretty wild. So uh, so let's dive in. So we have this CrossFit gym. I know you guys told me the backstory of how it's been there for a while. You guys bought this business uh, back in January of this year. So it's been, what, five, six months? Yeah. Going on seven months, um, if my math is right. Not my strong suit. So what was the goal behind you uh, buying the gym, and why was this the right time? Well, I guess there's two reasons. One, it was the right time because we were, we, it kind of fell into our, it fell into our lap, but it had sort of been falling into our lap for about a, 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 over a year, sort yeah. of over a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's the, the original gym started about nine years ago and mm-hmm. Flavia was a member there since from the beginning and I joined about a year or so later. Um, and when yeah. did you start in her? Um, and then I became, coach about five years ago I just got my L2 so nice. um yes yeah, so I worked for the owner and yeah yeah so I stay at home homeschool mom and uh so it was a good little start but for me um but Maria and I back at the time we would joke that we always wanted to be like the receptionists at the gym and we were going to fight over that job um she would say I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do when I retire and I would say no no I'm doing that and then but we were we were going to figure it out. We knew we both loved it and we weren't going to, and we wanted to do it True. together somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love it. And uh, t- the timing was good. So I told you guys I sold a couple of CrossFit gyms back in, a few years ago. What was the buying process like? Was it a long thing, a short process? How did that go over? Depends on the month. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we, the original owner, um, he had some personal difficulties during COVID and, and when he approached Flavia mm-hmm. and we, and, and, and so then the two of us decided, Hey, we're going to do this together. Right. Um, and so we spent time and that was right when COVID was just starting to come. We were starting to think about coming out of quarantine and starting to work out outside. Right. The, we were yeah. doing all outside workouts gonna reopen yeah yeah yeah. and um and Flavia was like a one-woman show and hired another coach and um so while we were negotiating um just things happened and it was a long that was a really long process and um but basically this uh, another coach came in and they ended up buying the gym which um I mean, that took several months for all of that to happen. So that was a much longer negotiation um, than when the, that other mo- other owner felt like, wow, I love CrossFit, but I'm not necessarily built to be a CrossFit owner, sure, sure. Um, which now, you know, makes, makes a lot of sense because there's two of us and we're working around the clock. Right. Um, so she came to us and was like, I am a much better member and coach. Right. Um, and that one, that went pretty quick. I mean, okay. it was 
um, a con first conversation maybe um, in like the end of October, beginning of November, and we were owners by by yeah. January. Okay. Um, okay. And I mean, like, as in we took over the whole thing yeah. January yeah. one. So okay. um, I think that's I think that's pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I think that's pretty quick. And uh, obviously helpful that you've been there for a while. You know all the members, which is a huge. You're not coming in off from another state, flying in and taking things right. over. Yeah, I think a huge asset now. Business partnerships uh, can be interesting, right? I've I've been there. Um, what are keys for you? You're able to keep your business partnership uh, and you know working as best as possible. Oh, um, I think. Well, did you want to start? Yeah, it's probably the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, I think like we're very much in line as far as what we, yeah, how we see this business and the care for it. Um, and I think both of us kind of have this, you know, desire to grow the community. So, you know, it's not just, it's not about us. Right. Um, it's about this beautiful community that has been started and, and keeping it and making it just healthy and, and yeah. wonderful place to stay because we want to be here um, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, we get along really well. Like we, we have a way of, of being able to understand each other's brains and how we like we finish each other's sentences and stuff like that but but beyond that because I don't think necessarily absolutely have to have that although I think it's right, right. For us um is that we just really decide that we're going to work together <laughs> well like yeah. I, you know I I want her to be successful right she feels the same way about me there's a lot of care in our relationship mm -hmm. and how we um work together um and you know i just feel like if i drop the ball somewhere I, she's not judging me she's just you know picking up the ball and going with it it's just like one of those wads like where you're pooped out and you're partner wad yeah it's a 10 year partner one that's for sure right or longer hopefully longer yeah it's uh but we're both gonna win <laughs> like, like and that's how we like that's yeah. how we feel like we we, we yeah. want to win and um so i think it's a decision to really yeah you know, sure and, uh, and then she's like brilliant too like that, that helps <laughs> she's brilliant she's she really is um and her husband is too and he, he actually he's somewhere in the building but he um he helps us a lot with with nice. with things and my husband awesome. helps us too but awesome. it's a great partnership yeah uh, we have different strengths yeah and um we talk a lot um we are pretty good at telling each other when we're not happy with something like yeah. not like i'm a, you know just i'm not happy with something like we disagree right right um, and then we're also not stupid we did sit down and write it down yeah yeah you know because we sat down we wrote it down we put down a list of responsibilities of like i'm this is really going to be me this is really going to be you yeah and we're gonna readdress those um as an, on an ongoing basis because um although you know we were friends before we'd like to be friends before during and after sure. so you know contracts make good friends so we we did also do that paperwork part that's great yeah i love it i think that for the listeners that's great advice you know i wrote down some things as you were talking there basically aligned vision which is awesome Bringing different strengths to the table and knowing that I think is massive, right? Uh, and, and huge. And then just that care, conviction, communication yeah. with each other is everything, right? So uh, yeah, I, I agree. 
that sets you up for success for sure a thousand percent i had the opposite experience of that so like you know i like to hear that you guys said that and it's uh you know coming to this thing experienced which is awesome and with a plan is huge so back to the gym right now crossfit and force you guys are there in maryland in my town here i have three crossfits now in my town what is the uh crossfit scene like uh there in gaithersburg like this crossfit or just how many are how many yeah, competition wise are there more are you the only one we are not the only yeah. one um gators i mean there are are what is it like three hundred thousand people or something oh wow it's big it's, okay. a, it's a big it's a not it's not a small place okay okay um our location you know our location is not is okay but we can talk about that in a minute but yeah. um so there's another crossfit that's i guess the crow flies mm -hmm. a mile away yeah. 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 A mile. Um, I just drove by them. Okay. Sure. Um, but there's a, and then there's another one that's maybe like five miles away, and that they actually are closing. Yeah. Um. Mm. And yeah, we're we're trying to find out, you know, what's yeah. going on there. Sure. Sure. Um, there's another one that's like a CrossFit that's uh, but they're they're more kettlebell based. Okay. okay. Very different, in my well, opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, and then I guess there's Mocha. Ua. Well, and then there's oddly enough, I think our seems like our biggest competition. I don't know if they're our biggest, but just in my mind, are um, probably about 15 miles away. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Um, yeah. There, there are ways, but um, somehow, yeah. like in in the way that travel is around here, some um, yeah. some people go there. But you know, like Maria said, there's. 300,000 people in this area so right, enough to go around for sure yeah we're, we're yeah. not looking for 5,000 members right it's not the goal here like yeah not, 5,000 now maybe 4,000 maybe four <laughs> but like five maybe a little pushing it I think yeah. the biggest CrossFit I think is still like member wise I think it's CrossFit New York City I think I think they're pushing like a thousand somewhere in there oh, which is crazy yeah and they have not and it's not a big space it's like a tight you know, it's, I've been yeah. there once it's crazy City, yeah. hell yeah this is like you're like doing uh thrusters in like a tiny little corner but anyway so so we have some crossfit competition which i don't think is a bad thing right? i think there's enough to go around i think it kind of keeps crossfit on people's minds maybe in the forefront a little more you know i think it makes us probably do a better job you know than just like if, if we're the only one so i think it's all good yeah. um we could go on that road forever about the affiliate model with uh you know no friend no no like um territories any of that but let's dive into your marketing so we have other crossfits Took this gym over in January. So we already have a base of people, which is great, right? What have you done uh, since January till today to market CrossFit Enforce to get that name out there more? Uh, what's your marketing kind of philosophy and strategy been like? So um, we're really, really very, very fortunate because um, we had a, a, a pretty good flux of people come back in January. Maybe it also helped that it was January, you know, the whole New Year's resolution thing. Sure. Yeah. I won't look a gift horse in the mouth, yeah. but we like to think it's us. Yeah, we like to think it's us, right? Um, <laughs> so we had a really good influx, and that was really very, very important to us because it set us up into a very, very good yeah. um, first and yeah, first and yeah. second yeah. second months. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and um, has really made a big difference. So a little bit of a, whew, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, people didn't walk away. I right. think also people came back. Are, are, we're coming back to fitness exactly because right. COVID, right. you know, was kind of you know waning um, as, as far as that. So we did have some people join us, mm -hmm. to, yeah. you know, kind of office retreat, yeah. Right. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, no, no, um, and then so so there's of course affinity marketing. You know, um, the, the, so one of our things was we want to make our members happy. Yeah. Make sure our members are happy. So we did a lot of of upfront um, member engagement okay. like in the beginning, like meeting with everybody, setting goals, yeah. talking to them yeah. because yeah. if they're happy, they'll tell their friends. You know, that bring a friend day sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So that's all that very you know. Um, I'm finding out what they want, you know, just sure, sure. Not just programming, but you know, how do they want to grow? So right. here are some of the um, programs we could design around. Yeah. Around that clinics and things. Yeah. yeah. So and that so that's all like the free stuff, right? That's just right. being. Um, so we did do that. Um, the way where our gym is, you can't find it. You know, it's the typical okay. in the warehouse, whatever sure. behind the back. Yeah. Yeah. So we, not a lot of the signs you know. Right, right. So we uh, we did the big sign, the big feather flag, you know, those right. big Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and believe it or not, we've already had, and that just went up very recently. And people are like, Hey, I didn't even know you were there. Right. Um, who work on a road that is we yeah, on the road, right yeah. where we are. Yeah. So um, just that like $250 investment in the flag made a yeah. big difference. Um, and then the other thing that we do is we, we do some um, paid for um, marketing through yeah. um, um, like Facebook and Instagram. Sure. sure. So we'll use their models where, we, you know, we'll have a bunch of different ads and words and their yeah. algorithms to see yeah. who can to be pushing it towards our um our website sure, sure and and um and then we have um the our website has a little client re client retention system to it right. as well so i know who's clicking and yeah. i can okay. reach out to them etc yeah um so th those are right now our main avenues. Okay. Um, and I should bring a friend to you. I mean, yeah, the bring a friend our has worked also. Community type of. Sure, workout, sure. Um, which are you know, yeah, all with a community, yeah. but yeah, some free like we've done some seminars, like a nutrition seminar. Um, yeah. you did a um CrossFit with a cop. Yeah. Reach. So yeah. we had um um uh, someone come in for that. So. Okay. So those things have been getting sort of spreading our, our word, oops, spreading out, you know, our what's going on with us. Um, but we haven't really spent a huge amount of, yeah. of money on on um, on marketing, and I'm not sure if we'll need to. Um, we've had a pretty steady little increase. Yeah. And our key thing is, um, I think if we keep this increase, it's right stopping stopping the people from leaving you sure, know? sure yeah 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 um which was a thing which was which we had seen as a, was yeah. a problem right. so the, the that's why we really tried to engage members do goal settings with yeah. them right yeah. Um, yeah yeah that stuff's great for sure for retention that engagement that uh community the, the events that we get to do in crossfit like we just had murph i'm sure what one yeah. or two weeks yeah. ago yeah yeah the open you have uh all everything else we can do uh and then uh yeah with the marketing right i uh, i love it it's got to be a, a a big uh fully faceted approach affinity marketing like you said those local partnerships strategically are huge uh word of mouth i think we talked about and then paid advertising uh obviously big too especially like in a flooded landscape so to speak right what was your what you said you've done it a little bit uh maria what's the experience been like as far as like an roi on that um 
Let's see. So, I mean, I think we've probably spent maybe maybe like $200, which is okay. not, uh, not very much money. And we've gotten about three or four members. So that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good ROI. Okay. Um, so we're going, okay. Yeah. How many of that? So three or four people have joined. Are you tracking the leads when you, when you get off that, like nurturing that, do you know how many leads you're getting from that one $300? No, it's a little bit too. It's, it's, um, so, so we've, so part of that expense is like, will be, um, I don't have that break breakdown really. So, fine, so like I'll fine. do some that was to like to push the nutrition event and I'll sure, do some sure. that was like to push the CrossFit with a cop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just started another campaign um, that uh, interestingly enough, uh, everything I picked is like, uh, who knew it's uh, drawing more women. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm like, all right, I got to change these ads because you know, it was like, um, one in four women would click on our button, but one in 40 men would click on it. So wow. clearly I am not the person to be marketing towards men. <laughs> interesting. It's interesting, right? Like uh, yeah. certain yeah. ads appeal to certain people. And yeah, do you, is there a certain client you're kind of trying to uh, appeal to or like an avatar, so to speak, that's ideal for you? Or is it an all-inclusive type of thing? So, so we are ending up being having this avatar, which I don't think we intended it to be, to being a... a, a a little bit older demographic than yeah. the gym had been two years ago. Sure, sure. Um, and and in, I mean, in a way, it sort of makes sense because there are people that have a little bit more more money. Right. right. Uh, but but we really would like to um, to bring the age down a little bit to yeah. grasp some of the younger generation because they have another energy to them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's okay. historically like a very diverse population so okay. you know some someone in ed, every age group and we kind of like to get back to that but um yeah. but but i will say that lately like we we've had a group of young people yeah. who have, who's been coming in quite a bit and you know i'm encouraged to see them socializing afterwards and going yeah. places and, and exactly yeah um it, it seems like that's that population is starting to Pick it up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and we have some. We brought in some coaches that are younger, also, right? So that I think that yeah. that'll help for sure. That'll help. Thousand percent. Yeah. Some of our younger people have um have they've aged up. <laughs> like yeah, we like, don't get older, right? So it's the longer they yeah. stay, we're gonna get older by default. So uh, no, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, um, it makes sense. Um, here, like a, a, a people, so typically, yeah. right? Yeah. So some of them have. <laughs> They started, off, they started off really on, but now they're not so young anymore. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, really cool. But I think it's yeah, definitely good to have a good mix of folks there for sure. So like with that being said, I don't want to get people started here. So I saw an ad, I come in or I see the sign, I come in. What is the getting started process looking like uh, at your CrossFit for these new members? So we recently changed it. Um, we changed it because uh, we had felt that there was a gap between the people onboarding when they walk in and right. then actually showing up as a member and, yeah. and, and pursuing a membership. So we've changed it to be a lot more um, personalized and one on it's a one-on-one -on -one training so it is four one-on-one -on -one trainings plus a first class and that nice. come with you to that first class so that you're not like 
um, what, what Flavia says, I know the corner that the new person is going to go in. You know, they walk in and they, I'm pointing at the gym, right? Uh, yeah. They walk in and they always go to that same back corner because they don't yeah. know what to do. So if they have their buddy with them, right, right. bring them up to the front and yeah. they yeah. don't feel like they're, um, I mean, if, if they're if they're fine to be on their own, the yeah. buddy sort of be in the background. Right. right. Otherwise, it's helping them through that first class. Yeah. Um, so one of the things too, I think a mistake was to you know give the program away for free or to right. discount it so much, because I think the former owner was just attracting the wrong kind of person. They right. they right. love the idea of CrossFit or maybe they want to try it out, but then. You know, they just never return. So once yeah, yeah. It's a very small investment, um, they just don't come back. So having them, you know, having the price be appropriate, mm -hmm. and they feel like they're invested. They feel like this is a big deal. You know, they it oh, is yeah. a big deal. You know, this is their life. It's their fitness, and yeah. um, we want them to take it seriously. So I think having them have some skin in the game, yeah, um, was an important part. Um, of making them want to stay. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think people value if it's a little more, they value their money, right? They kind of vote with their dollars, so to speak. So yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, more than right to charge a, a higher ticket, especially for getting started, right? Especially for the on-ramp program. And we're learning some hard stuff. And like you said, Flavia, it's like, we're going to use it hopefully for the rest of our life. So it's super, super important thing and very valuable. So I'm a member now, right? I did my on-ramp. I'm in the class setup. Um, Two points here. One, how do you best keep those members engaged? Uh, how you've done it over these past five, six, seven months now? Like, I know we're doing events, like we said, we kind of touch on retention a little bit, but any other ways you communicate maybe with people outside of the gym, you know, via text or other technology, or just ways you've best been able to engage with your clients so far? Yeah, that's a multifaceted thing. Yeah, um, yeah. nice. But one, I mean, so we do have, um, uh, once they're in our system, they will get a series of, uh, yep. we call it the Maria bot. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a, uh, there is some automated emails. Um, I usually send, I do email people on a regular, like the new new people, how are you doing? Um, just to, to, to touch base with them. Right. We um, are, it's very, we're, we're here a lot, but it's very important that each member, when they walk in the door, they're greeted and yeah. Yep. The coaches really get to, to know them. Um, they go ahead. I was gonna say that you know, it, it, one of the things that we decided to do was to um, institute a lead coach. Right. So we have um, somebody who primarily does early classes, someone who primarily does midday, and then a couple of us, myself and another coach, um, do the evening classes primarily. And that really helps us get to know the, those people. We know their bodies. We understand yeah. what they're going through, their personal lives. Um, you know, yeah. we can yeah. really deliver a, um, you know, individualized uh, program to them. And that was something that we felt very strongly about, just having a continuity. Um, where, you know, there's a danger of having like a little icon at each, you know, um, shift but but we're not going for that we're going for an understanding right. of the clientele and um hopefully yeah. because of our stellar coach communication um and um just feeding the coaches that yeah. Yeah. that didn't happen um you know the the, the icon sure sure yeah 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 it's a balance 
hundred percent. We get to create that experience for the clients and communicate with them. And we're basically selling results and coaching. So like, you know, if we can do that really well, I think they're going to stay for a long time. Right. So yeah, uh, the, I think in CrossFit, the product on the floor, once they're in the gym, the product on the floor definitely matters uh, a lot. Right. It's, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be good. And we have to be really good at what we do. Now our members are there. Retention's great. Our members able to spend money with you on things besides the regular group membership. So it's PT, it's, merch supplements nutrition all that sort of stuff yeah so we do um we do flavia is our our nutrition expert and has yeah. a bunch of nutrition clients um yeah we do our um we do healthy such nutrition yeah um we started that when i was coaching for the original owner yeah. um just started during covid um and um so it, it's always been expanding ever expanding Okay. And we do the challenges, nutrition challenges, um, things like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so there's that. And we go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we do. We've had some um, some specialty clinics that yeah. we've done. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a week. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done, and we. Um, so like a, people wanted to get their first strict pull-up or be able to do more strict pull-ups. Yeah, so we've right, done that. Right. Going to do a kipping, some helping people with kipping. Yeah. yeah um, right. Then we also those are all coming out of the goals meeting. Yes, right. That we had with them. Like this is awesome. what we want. Perfect. So, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. We're getting them. And then the last thing that we implemented is like a 12-week weightlifting class. So yeah. that means yeah. twice a week, and those people are preparing for an Olympic. Uh, USA weightlifting. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Competition at one yeah. of our yeah fellow CrossFit um, gyms. Yeah. yeah. So so that that's been like a um um that was very it's been very very successful. It's still yeah. going on on right now. Um, I don't think that we're going to be doing we're CrossFit people girls, <laughs> but I think that we can offer the weightlifting like um, a few times a year uh, where we do the specialization so that yeah. people can get that focus. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah, I love it. If they want to. Yeah. And it's, yeah I it's, love it. It's been a great, um, I think it's been a great thing for the numbers in multiple ways because exactly. um, it really brings those people, again, they're putting some skin in the game. So yeah. they're, you know, they're a couple times a week really pouring their hearts mm -hmm. into it. We have a outstanding weightlifting coach who, yeah. um, who's grown from within. So yeah, yeah. A awesome. lot of coaches have grown from within. Right. Has anyone not? No, all of our coaches have grown from within. Love that. Yeah, that's great. And, um, but that has, you know, opportunities for stuff like t-shirts and yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of good stuff. So yeah, it's not just, so we've got a lot more going on than just the membership. And that's the cool, one of the great parts I think about the model of CrossFit, like it's, it's hard, but that also gives us that chance to do all these clinics, right? Yeah. Uh, weightlifting, nutrition, gymnastic, strongman, you know, whatever you want to do, have a right. competitor's class, a master's class, kids class. We can have so many different avenues that we can, that we can charge for. And uh, there's also like, to me, like there's this life cycle. I'm sure you guys have seen it. This life cycle of like a CrossFit athlete, right? Everybody starts off hot, super hot, going crazy. And then over the years, you know, I don't know what it is, but so it's cool to have these clinics where people can go weightlift. Maybe they go do uh, uh, some other kind of programming, endurance, you know, aerobic capacity, what have you. So uh, I think it is cool to offer these other things and, and just the benefit. Yeah.
Yeah, right, right, right. Because yeah, you know, you, you're right. You, you know, you, you come in, especially in the beginning, you know, there you've got so many games. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. it's just like, wow, PR, 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 PR. Every week. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah. Whatever. And, yeah. then, and then you sort of hit this plateau, and then it's like, wow, yeah. I can't get better at X, Y, and Z necessarily right. without right. spending more time. Yeah. How do, I, how do I do that? I mean, there's a gazillion things on Instagram, but sometimes right. it helps just to have it. Let's, let's, we're going to sit down as a group. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the cool thing we get to do at our gyms. Like I remember we used to have like we used to have like a Ramwad class. You know, we just do Ramwad, like turn off the lights in the gym, do the Ramwad thing. And uh, but no, very cool. And uh, I think it just keeps keeps people engaged, keeps them around, keeps them longer as members. So that's awesome. So with all that being said, ladies, what's the next? What's the next year? All right. So we've been owners here six, seven months. What's the next year from like a growth perspective or a service or uh, maybe growth can mean many things, right? It can be more members. It could be increasing average revenue per member, it could be retention. Where's your focus next 12 months for CrossFit in force? I think it's funny because Marie and I just, um, we just before this, what we're saying, like we kind of felt like we're out of like a phase one yeah, of, yeah. of this and we're like entering into a phase two. Right. So um, definitely sitting down and redirecting like where we're going from here um, is, is on our um, very short order to-do list. Mm -hmm. Um, we definitely want to grow the gym, our membership wise. So, um, what do you think? 150 members is kind of. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we need to, um, definitely get our overall revenue up. Sure. Um, I mean, because we need to, we need to, we need to certain get, get to a certain point where it can be, um, you know, we're not looking to make it be be rich on this, right. but you need to have a certain well, well yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so it is it is either I mean we we need to uh, basically increase our you know average uh, return or average re revenue per member. Right. Um, we definitely need to increase that and go be somewhere between one twenty five and one fifty. Right sure. now, we when we took it over, it was seventy seven. Right now, we're at ninety five. Nice, nice. Not, they're not. I mean, so um, we definitely yeah. have room to grow. We got this. We got the space yep. to grow. Um, the we inherited um, some pricing membership difficulty challenges sure sure yeah we need to also you know remedy with time and yeah. um but we res be respectful to the members as well right so um so that's why it's a little bit of a balance that's always a fun conversation yeah raising right. raising the membership rate right yeah that's always so so um but if we need so somewhere between 125 and yeah. 150 you know and it starts to get up to that 150 then you do yeah. you know you um you start up to increase other costs as well. So sure. yeah. um, I think that we can still yeah. manage our, like maintain our, our um, output at 125 right. and then right. it gets bigger. We probably have to, you know, bring in another coach, add more classes. Exactly. Like yeah. That. yeah. There's this, yeah, there's like that 150 number in CrossFit gyms. And I'm sure you've, you've heard of it and seen like the, the graph, yeah. like once at 150, you can have like a couple coaches. And then once you get past that, yeah, sometimes more growth isn't necessarily maybe it brings more problems right so like actually the other problem we have is um our location so mm -hmm. our gym yeah. is pretty beautiful yeah it's a great gym we've got yeah. like 
5,200 square feet. Nice. Um, nice. We've got, yeah, we've got, we're, we're very well, we're well equipped. Yeah. Our parking is awful. <laughs> oh, the parking. There we go. Yep. It's really, really awful. So um, um, we have a lot of problems with parking. So when, when we get to be bigger, we're going to have a problem with that. And mm. so it's something mm. that we're both thinking about. Um, yeah, that's. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, can I ask how much longer the lease is that you have there? You can. <laughs> how much longer is the lease? <laughs> and I'll tell you. All right. Um, so we have about 20 months left on the lease. Okay. So we inherited yeah. the lease. It's not, yeah. it's not, um, but it's time to be thinking about that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, what is the feasibility of becoming that 125 and 150 right. gym if we can't park people? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and how is there a way, what do we do about that? So, it's something we actually are um, really under want to understand before we would go in and renegotiate a lease. Sure, of course. Yeah. And you got to do that soon because, yeah, parking, yeah, like, like with CrossFit gyms, right? Parking is key, obviously, like the garage door, maybe the high ceilings, the location, yeah. a place to run, probably yeah. missing a few other things, but I've done it so many times. I'm just like, it's a blur, but yeah, it's, yeah, loud music can't be in a place that doesn't uh, have music. Yeah, and then finding a space now with the real estate market now being like, you know, supply is pretty freaking low and prices are crazy. You know, I'm, I'm sure we're, we're kind of, in, I'm, I'm just outside of New York City, so I'm sure we're in similar kind of areas for real estate. It's, yeah, another another fun thing we get to figure out as gym owners, you know, like uh, that that best way to move forward there. So, uh, but hey, I think these are great goals. If there's a parking issue, I think that's a good problem to have, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Could be a whole lot worse than that so it's a good problem to have so uh maria flavia i appreciate you uh today coming on sharing your story with us crossfit and force i uh, wish you guys the best of luck where can the listeners check you out website social medias all that good stuff uh crossfitenforce.com that's our website and um we're on instagram yeah beautiful awesome well hey thank you so much appreciate it this was a lot of fun and i uh yeah wish you guys the best of luck thank you Thanks so much. Take care. Got it. Take care. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all of our future episodes. Until next time, Gym Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.